Good evening to you, to you. Well, tongue-tied as we begin the program. Good evening to you from me, Father Emil. And if you're traveling on the road, drive carefully, get home safely. But welcome to the program as the sun sets. Well, it's been a bit of a cloudy day in Johannesburg today, but we come to the end of the day and maybe you're feeling a little tired, a little exhausted. Maybe you've met some very interesting people. Maybe you've said things or done things that you feel ashamed of that you'd like to ask the Lord. Lord, in this year of mercy, please, this jubilee of mercy, show me your mercy and forgiveness. And of course, we must be assured of the love and the mercy and the forgiveness of God. But it's lovely to be with you as we share the evening prayer of the church, the beautiful psalms which so many people love, and the ever-freshness of the gospel. You know, sometimes I say to myself when I come to these programs, oh, we have this gospel again, and what can I say about the gospel today? And yet the gospel is ever-fresh, ever-beautiful, ever-challenging. But the Psalms, the Gospel, the Scriptures are not just there in a book. We need to ask the Lord to be with us and to open our eyes, our hearts and our minds to the goodness, the freshness and the message of the Scriptures. And so we ask the Lord to be with us by praying, O God, come to our aid. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Alleluia.
The Lord surrounds his people. Psalm 124, about the Lord being the protector of his people. Those who put their trust in the Lord are like Mount Zion that cannot be shaken, that stands forever. Jerusalem, the mountains surround her. So the Lord surrounds his people both now and forever. For the scepter of the wicked shall not rest over the land of the just, for fear that the hands of the just should turn to evil. Do good, Lord, to those who are good, to the upright of heart. But the crooked and those who do evil, drive them away. On Israel, peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. The Lord surrounds his people. Unless you become like little children, you will not enter the kingdom of heaven. Psalm 130 having childlike confidence in the Lord. O Lord, my heart is not proud, nor haughty my eyes. I have not gone after things too great, nor marvels beyond me. Truly, I have set my soul in silence and peace. As a child has rest in its mother's arms, even so, my soul. O Israel, hope in the Lord, both now and forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Unless you become like little children, you will not enter the kingdom of heaven. Lord, you made us a kingdom and priests to serve our God. Worthy are you, O Lord, our God, to receive glory and honor and power, for you created all things, and by your will they existed and were created. Worthy are you, O Lord, to take the scroll and to open its seals. And for you were slain, and by your blood you ransomed men for God from every tribe and tongue and people and nation. You have made us a kingdom and priests to our God, and we shall reign on earth. Worthy is the Lamb who was slain to receive power and wealth and wisdom and might and honor and glory and blessing. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Lord, you made us a kingdom and priests 
to serve our God. Our Gospel reading this evening is taken from the Gospel according to Matthew, chapter 21, verses 28 to 32. Jesus said to the chief priests and the elders of the people, What is your opinion? A man had two sons, and he went in and said to the first, My boy, you go and work in the vineyard today. And he answered, I will not go. But afterwards he thought the better of it and went. And the man then went and said the same thing to the second who answered, Certainly, sir, but did not go. Now, which of the two did the father's will? The first, they said. And Jesus said to them, I tell you solemnly, tax collectors and prostitutes are making their way into the kingdom of God before you. For John came to you, a pattern of true righteousness, but you did not believe him. And yet the tax collectors and the prostitutes did. And even after seeing that, you refuse to think better of it and believe in him. Jesus pricks the consciences of the scribes and the Pharisees, the elders of the people, the priests. And he says, what is your opinion? Then he takes a little parable from the lives of people. It's like you're telling your son, uh, I want you to go and do something for me. And he says, I will not go. And then the other one, you say, will you please go and do this? And he says, yes, I will. And I don't. And he doesn't do it. You know, sometimes we don't keep our word. Well, now the scribes, the Pharisees, the priests, the elders of the people, these are the people who knew the law. They knew what God was asking of them. And when Jesus, when John the Baptist came and preached and called them to repentance, remember that was the message of John the Baptist. If you can, you can, you can just um, summarize the message of John with that one word, repent, turn around, metanoia. Um, with that message of John, all these great people, the elders and the chief priests and the leaders of the people, they were, they were like the, the, the young man who said, yes, yes, I'll go, but wouldn't go. I mean, they just refused to go. They refused to go and work in the vineyard. They refused to accept John the Baptist and the message of John, that message to conversion. They heard it, and they must have said to themselves, you know, John is right, he's right, but are we not going down that road? <laughs> That's the sort of attitude of the chief priests and the 
elders of the people and so on. And it's a story today, this little uh, story that we hear in the gospel today. It really is a story about all of us. And we can see something of ourselves in both sons. Sometimes we also say, of course I'll go, and we don't go. Or we say, I'm not going, and then you think the better of it, and you do go. Are we going to be followers of Jesus? Are we going to change and repent and turn to the Lord? Yes, of course. But then something comes along and, and we don't. There's somehow a resistance in us to turning to the Lord. We know we should. Yes, of course we know we should. But there are other things a little bit more attractive than turning to the Lord right at this moment. The scribes and the elders of the people, the chief priests, they knew that John was calling them to repentance, to change their lifestyle and so on. But they didn't do it. The people who flocked to John, the people who flocked to Jesus, were the prostitutes and the sinners, the marginalized people, the people on the peripheries of, of, of society, on the margins of society. These are the ones who flocked to Jesus. And that's why I said at the beginning that, you know, the gospel is ever fresh. The gospel has a message for each and every era, every time that we live in. Throughout the history of the world, the gospel speaks to us and speaks to our hearts and challenges us and calls us forth all the time to a new life and to a change. And today the gospel is doing exactly that. It's calling us and saying, listen, remember, it's, it's those people, the prostitutes and sinners, the people on the margins of society, they are hearing the word of the Lord. They are hearing the preaching of John or the preaching of Jesus. And many of these are turning back to the Lord. They're turning to the Lord, whereas the people who should be turning back to the Lord, who know the Scriptures so well, are the ones who are resisting. They know better. I'm a Scripture scholar. I'm a theologian. I'm a pastor. I'm a this, I'm a that. And we know it so well. But we refuse to get down onto our knees and say, Lord, Lord, have mercy upon me. I'm a sinner. And you see, that's what the, that's what the prostitutes and the sinners did. They could strike their breast like the Sadducee in the temple and say, Lord, be merciful to me, a sinner. So we need to look at ourselves and see, yes, we do try our best. We do try to live our lives as faithful followers of Jesus. But sometimes we fail. Sometimes we fall. And I want to say this evening, don't be ashamed that you fall and that you fail. But be prepared to pick yourself up and say, Lord, I've fallen. I'm sorry. I've said this. I've done that. I'm full of regret. I'm full of guilt. Forgive me. Be with me. Forgive me, Lord, and show me your love and your mercy. It's, that's the attitude of those wonderful people, the prostitutes and the sinners, that Jesus always reaches out to you. And I want to associate myself with the prostitutes and the sinners and say, yes, I am like them. And I hope that you too can say, I am like them, that I too am a sinner, and I'm called to repentance. I'm called to conversion, to listen to the message of John, to listen to the message of Jesus and come back to the Lord. And so in this time of Advent, as we move towards the great feast of the birth of Christ at Christmas, let's prepare well. Let's look deep into our own hearts and see there those mountains, those obstacles that we really need to clear out of our lives. And that we need to say to, to the Lord, Lord, 
Yet these are my sins. These are the obstacles preventing me from welcoming you into my life. Forgive me, Lord, and strengthen me. Give me your grace. Come into my life, into my heart. Show me your mercy and forgiveness and just be with me and make me your friend, so to speak. It's that kind of attitude we need to have with the Lord and to know that as we move towards Christmas, the message of John is one of turn to the Lord. And we can either say, yes, Lord, and do nothing, or say, hmm, not now, and then think the better of it. Well, I hope you're going to think the better of it and turn to the Lord and ask the Lord to show you his love and mercy and forgiveness to come into your heart and to be born afresh into your life. Come to us and save us, Lord God Almighty. Let your face smile on us and we shall be safe. Come to us and save us, Lord God Almighty. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. Come to us and save us, Lord God Almighty. Now before they came together, Mary was found to be with child through the Holy Spirit. Alleluia. My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Saviour. For he has looked with favour on his lowly servant, and from this day all generations will call me blessed. The Almighty has done great things for me. Holy is his name. He has mercy on those who fear him in every generation. He has shown the strength of his arm, he has scattered the proud in their conceit. He has cast down the mighty from their thrones and has lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things and has sent the rich away empty. He has come to the help of his servant Israel, for he has remembered his promise of mercy, the promise he made to our fathers, to Abraham and his children, forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Before they came together, Mary was found to be with child through the Holy Spirit. Alleluia. Now the Lord God said, I shall look for the lost one and bring back the stray, bandage the wounded and make the weak strong. Lord our God, come to save us. Lord God, you made us and you sustain us with your love. Help us to recognize that you are in our midst. You are close to each one of us. Open our hearts to love you. We pray for those who find their lives a heavy burden to bear. Lord, be their strength and their hope. You are life and the enemy of death. Rescue us and all the faithful departed from eternal darkness. Our Father who art in heaven, 
hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Almighty God and Father, by our celebration of the coming feast of your Son's birth, heal our present ills and lead us to eternal joy. We make our prayer through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit as God forever and ever. Amen. And now may the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit come down upon you and remain with you always. I will never forget you, my people. I have carved you on the palm of my hand. I will never forget you. I will not leave you orphaned. I will never forget my As a mother forget her baby, or a woman the child within her womb, yet even if these forget, yes,
Indeed, I will never forget you, my people. A beautiful song there by... Ooh, um, what's his name? I always forget his name. (laughs) David Parks, of course, David Parks. Anyway, you're listening to Radio Veritas, the program As the Sun Sets, and we've been praying the evening prayer of the church. Always a, a lovely prayer to pray, and I know that so many of you love joining me at this time just to share this short half hour with me as we pray the beautiful Psalms and reflect on the Scriptures. And I really pray that we will have the courage simply to hear the Word of God, the preaching of John the Baptist, the preaching of Jesus, and when we're invited to change, that we say, yes, Lord, I will, and that we follow the Lord and and change and be prepared to, to, to change. But remember that when we sometimes agree to follow the Lord and don't, we can sometimes feel very guilty, very dirty, very whatever, full of sin and full of regret. We can always come back to the Lord and know that the Lord loves us and forgives us so unconditionally. This is the year of mercy, the jubilee of mercy. So throughout this year, let's try and make this a special year when we really try to experience in the very depths of our being the love and the mercy and the compassion and the forgiveness of God. It's a year of mercy. And maybe we can also pay a visit to our local church, our churches like the cathedral or wherever it is we happen to be, where there is what they call the holy door, go into the church, pray the the, the, the creed and the, our Father and the Hail Mary and the glory be, go to confession, make a good confession, turn back to the Lord. And I think this is what Advent is really all about, isn't it? Turning back to the Lord and inviting the Lord to come into our lives, to be born afresh, anew into our hearts. That's what Advent is all about, and that's what Christmas is ultimately all about, being open to Christ that he might be born into our hearts and transform us. So that's my prayer for you as we go deeper and deeper into this time of Christmas. Just we have a couple of minutes left here. Let me tell you about the uh, the, uh, the Christmas carol concert that's taking place tomorrow. And I would really urge you to, to make use of this opportunity. Uh, tomorrow, the 16th of December, at 4 o'clock in the afternoon, at the Croatian Catholic Church in Houghton, the gifted guys are going to be singing. And I went to their performance at the Woodmead Catholic Church a little while ago. It was on Sunday. And they really, really are something They are a group to go and listen to. Very inspiring, very, very gifted. And it made me very proud of being a Catholic to see that we've got this kind of talent right here in Johannesburg. So do make a point of going to the Croatian Catholic Church tomorrow afternoon at 4 o'clock. 100 rand for adults and 50 rand for children, but certainly worth, worth experiencing. So that's all I have time for right now. From me, Father Emil, have a wonderful, wonderful evening. Until tomorrow, goodbye and God bless.